Hey there, podcast listeners, and welcome to this week's Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Mike Lucibella. The Physics Central team just returned from Comic-Con International in San Diego, the biggest comic book convention in the world. Yet to look around a little bit, but hidden amidst all the costume superheroes and stacks of comic books, there was physics to be found. I guess it's not really that surprising that you could find science at a science fiction convention. I talked to one guy who's the artist for a graphic novel about real-life physicist Richard Feynman, titled appropriately enough, Feynman. Uh, my name is Leland Myrick. I'm an uh, illustrator. I also write uh, graphic novels. What was the work that you did on Feynman? Um, I, I uh, illustrated Feynman, lettered Feynman. I did not do the coloring, but I did all the, all the pencils and all the inks. So I drew, drew the entire thing, 250 pages worth. After working on the project, what is your take on Richard Feynman? What do you think about Richard Feynman? Actually, I've always loved Richard Feynman. Before I even did the book, um, way back, I saw, I saw the, um, the, the special was on PBS. I don't remember what it, what, exactly what it was called, but it was on Feynman. And I'd never heard of the man before. And I watched this, and I was fascinated with this guy. And I, and I went out and found everything I could uh, at that time and read about him. Um, and then later on, uh, Genius came out by Gleick. Um, and um, I, was, I was totally interested in him in, in the beginning. And I, I, so I knew most of the stories already that were in Feynman, um, but having put them together and spending a year and a half on them, I mean, he's just a fascinating dude. Um, as, an, as an artist um, and a storyteller, uh, I can't imagine. I mean, maybe there is another scientist that is an, is as interesting to talk about as Feynman is or draw and think about uh, and tell the story of. But as an artist, he was amazing to, to be able to deal with him. Was this kind of a project you've um, been hoping to do for a while? Um, this particular project was not on my radar. Um, but again, I, uh, I was a huge fan of Feynman. I was a, a fan of Jim Ottaviani's writing because he does, I don't know if you how familiar you are with his stuff, but he, does, he did Two-Fisted Science. All of his stuff is comic books based on science of some kind. Um, he's done a lot of amazing uh, books. And they said, hey, we got this Feynman book coming up. Jim Modigliani wrote it, and I just jumped on it. How did you research the look of, of the comic book? Like, how did you kind of look to see what the Manhattan Project looked like and, and what the, the old colleges looked like? Um, I looked through a lot of sources. Jim sent me, the, the writer Jim Modigliani sent me a lot of material to begin with. Um, I also, thank God for the web as an artist, you know, I did a lot of research on the web. Um, so I was able to look through not only the Manhattan Project, but, you know, all kinds of uh, things that I had no clue, I would have no clue what, I couldn't have just drawn them out of the head, out of my head, like, you know, the script would say something like, uh, you know, Feynman walks down the stairs, and there's a, it's 1940, and there, he's in Princeton, and there's a particle accelerator, or something like that, you know, and I'm like, okay, a particle accelerator in 1940, sure, yeah, I've seen one of those, no, I haven't, so, yeah, I had to find it, yeah. Another artist I spoke to finds the funny in physics. I am Zach Wiener from Saturday Morning Breakfast Cereal, which is a comic for nerds. How is it a comic for nerds? Uh, in that uh, there are ever comics with equations in them. What, what's, what's funny about science? What's funny about physics? Uh, what's funny about science in general is just that it's kind of like this big majestic thing that has practical results. You know what I mean? So like, uh, like Carl Sagan says, we're all made of our stuff, but it means like also, so is like a pig, and so is like poop, and you know, so technically it's all true. All that carbon in your poop was formed in a supernova, or not in a supernova, but in a star at least. And, uh, and so that's what's fun about science. Physics in general, I think, just kind of maximizes that because it's, it's of course, in everything, but it's also sort of the most um, abstract uh, field. 
So as an artist, what are some of the, the challenges that you face trying to bring science and science concepts into, um, into, into your comic strips? For me, I, I don't like to just uh, come across a concept and then just share it. I try to add some insight or humor to it, and so that can be tough. Like I did one about game theory once, and, uh, and I, w I had this idea for a comic, but I wasn't comfortable sort of turning it into an actual comic until I had some jokes to put on it, and, and that can be tough, especially with the more abstract mathy stuff. Uh, outside of the comic strip, you're, you mentioned something about the, the science blog. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I have a blog just called The Wienerworks. It's at thewienerworks.com, and uh, I, I, it's kind of a blog for whatever. Sometimes I do essays or short fiction, but, but lately I've been sort of uh, blogging the book University Physics by Young and Friedman. I'm also blogging Calculus by Stewart. Um, so uh, I just basically go to each section, tell like what I think about it, and try to explain it to students and that sort of thing. So, yeah. So do you have a, a science background? Why why include equations in comics? Uh, my background is I my I actually have a degree in literature, but I um, I have about half a degree in physics that I had to give up on because of the comics. Um, but I still read a lot, and so uh, I just figure it, it's sort of uh, fun to share all this stuff with uh, people, you know. And the the stuff that really excites me, uh, I was really into um, fusion physics because it's. Um, it's one of those things that if someone could just figure it out, uh, it would change everything for everyone, you know. Or uh, another one that I thought was interesting was uh, superconducting. It's kind of the same thing. If you could figure out how to make it cheap, all of a sudden there's 30% more energy in the world because it's not lost to resistance. And, you know, just I, I like stuff where you can see the trajectory of it. Right now, cities run on fusion energy are still a thing of science fiction. But you might be surprised at how much overlap there is between what is science fiction today and what might be science fact tomorrow. I'm Richard Edwards, and I'm the deputy editor of SFX magazine. Cool. And what is SFX magazine? Uh, it's a science fiction and fantasy magazine. It's the world's number one. Um, so we're interested in TV, film, books, comics, anything that's a little bit science fiction or fantastical. How'd you get into the science fiction journalism? Um, well, a, a bit of a circuitous route. I started off, uh, well, my degree was in physics. Uh, I studied that at university, decided that I didn't really want to pursue that any further. Uh, and I started writing for the student newspaper, uh, got quite hooked on it, really enjoyed it. Uh, decided I was going to do a journalism course, did that, and then sort of applied for a few jobs. And are you still interested mostly in astrophysics or what kind of stuff? I do love astronomy. I love anything to do with space. I mean, I, I think my love of science fiction was kind of born of Star Wars, Star Trek. You know, anything with spaceships in when I was a kid, I loved. And, and I think growing up, it was always that that I loved most. I love space travel and I love just the idea of stuff, just how vast things are and how it all fits together. And Now, how does having a background in um, physics kind of influence your, your take on science fiction? Um, I don't... It's a tricky one, though. I don't think massively. I mean, I tend to just like... I like stuff with good stories. You know, there's a lot of people who get really annoyed about Doctor Who when it does stuff that's completely ridiculous. I'm just like, look, it's fun. It's cool. That's the important thing, you know, if it's good stories. Um, I think... And I think, actually, being too adherent to science can actually drag science fiction down. It can make it quite boring. I mean, this is probably... You know, kicking a sacred cow. But I don't love 2001. Uh, I, you know, the silent space scenes. Yes, they're accurate, but give me Star Wars any day. Um, so, I, I think sometimes if a film is going for sort of being hard, hard science fiction, then you know, I think the physics background does help in the sense that you think, oh God, that's convincing. Well, actually, that kind of brings me to my next question: Is do you think science fiction leads science, or do you think science leads science fiction? I think a little bit of both. Um, and 
I think that's that's a wonderful thing. I mean, if you look at Star Trek uh, in the 60s, okay, they never guessed that we'd have screens and, and computers like the iPad that we, we do, do now, you know, things that work like that. But they were on the right lines. Um, and so many things in there that, that were bang on the money. Um, I mean, look at Minority Report. Um, what was that, like nearly 10 years ago? And, and it actually feels more relevant and more more sort of accurate now than it did then. You know, just the whole idea about you know, things that scan your eyes and predict advertising. Well, on the internet, we are targeting advertising. Um, and on the other hand, you know, people are discovering things um, in science, you know, are discovering things, and that might trigger you know, someone to write a great movie. So it's very, very cyclical. It's, it's brilliant. Do you think that um, loving science fiction breeds oh, a love yeah, of science? Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and I think being able to think, you know, people who think are more likely to be into science, people who ask questions about the world, people who don't just take it for granted that, oh, yeah, that, that wall over there is white. You know, they, they want to know why. Um, so, so, yeah, and, and also, you know, maybe someone watches something in science fiction uh, that they might see something about a space mission or something, uh, and that makes them think, God, I want to be an astronaut or something. So... Yeah, I think science fiction can be a tremendous sort of inspiration for people. That's all for this week's Physics Buzz podcast. If you want to read more about the physics at Comic-Con or look at the comics that we passed out, check out our website at www.physicscentral.com. Thanks for listening.